0: In the Olympics, athletes battle for gold, while others settle for silver or bronze. Most athletes go home empty-handed. But win or lose, they all make monumental sacrifices. John Carter, who has proclaimed God's gospel around the world to millions, tells us how we can take hold of the gold. The most stunning sacrifice of all time is explored in today's program, Who Killed? Jesus.
1: Hello, friend. Welcome today. I send special greetings to my great friends around the world, across the United States of America, to my team in the great state of California, then right across to New York and down to Texas, My friends across the great land of Australia, right around the world, thank you for joining me today and thank you for sending your questions. I'm so glad that you're sending these questions because they're great questions. Please keep them coming. Did you see the amazing team from Fiji who played rugby football? Now, Fiji is just a tiny little speck in the mighty Pacific Ocean. But they produce this fantastic football team. They play rugby league. Rugby is the game that was invented in England, and they have become masters. They took on the Australians at the Olympic Games. Now, the Australians thought they were pretty good. But the Fijians decimated them. And then at the very end, they took on the mighty New Zealanders, the best of the best. They just wiped them out. But something amazing happened. Before they got up to play, they got down to pray. Before they got up to play, they got down to pray. And they prayed in the name of Jesus. And then after they had completely decimated the mighty New Zealanders in rugby, and won the gold medal, they stood up, praised God, got down on their knees, then they stood up and they sang a tremendous hymn of praise to Jesus Christ. The world wondered, the world absolutely gasped. You see, my friend, Jesus is the man that just won't go away. He's the man they can't get rid of. Have you heard of Nicola McDermott? Well, she's a girl from Australia. She's a high jumper. I've watched her because I'm, I was, you know, we're in lockdown here, and I've been watching a little bit of television, especially the Olympic Games. She she jumped for gold. She jumped higher than any other Australian woman had ever jumped, more than two meters more than six feet six. <laughs> Imagine jumping that high. And when she went over the bar, I thought she's won the gold. But the bar trembled <laughs> and then it fell. She got silver. But I noticed something else with this girl. On her arms, on one of her arms was the word were the words, For his glory. I wish you'd heard her testimony. She came on secular Australian television. Now, television in Australia is about as secular as you can get. So they asked her about winning silver and doing such a tremendous job for Australia. She gave a tremendous testimony for the glory of Jesus. Amazing. She talked about the gospel. She talked about Christ. She, she spoke about the power of God. She even spoke about public evangelism. Australia wondered. Australia gasped. The world wondered at the Fijians and this Australian girl. You see, never forget it. Jesus is a man that just won't go away. He is the Son of God. I've
0: heard of a place in the Soviet Union where the death of God and Christianity was
1: predicted. Do you know this place? Yes, I did. I've been to the former Soviet Union 49 times. I've been to most places. But on one occasion, I preached in this vast, gorgeous auditorium in the great city of Kiev the capital of Ukraine. I stood on the very spot, hey, the very spot on this tremendous stage where Khrushchev had predicted the destruction of Christianity. He said, in a few years' time, the name of Jesus Christ will be blotted from the earth. He said, nobody will remember Jesus, hey, who remembers Khrushchev? <laughs> he's dead and buried. I spoke to a tremendous audience of people who were there praising the name of God and praising the name of Jesus. Jesus, my friend, is the son of God and he's alive and he's coming back. And today we're going to discuss the questioned question, who killed Jesus?
0: How was Jesus killed? Was his death
1: quick and painless? Jesus was crucified. Crucifixion was not just death. It was unto death. It was hell, hell, hell on earth. Now, a number of years ago, I visited a country and I was taken to, in, into this prison and it was a terrible prison. And then after speaking to hundreds of prisoners, I was taken to death row. And I was asked to preach to to these young men who were going to be put in the electric chair. They were going to be electrocuted. I preached on the fact that God loves us and that Christ died for us. But electrocution or the electric chair is, is relatively quick and almost painless when you compare it to the hell of crucifixion. Because crucifixion could take days. The Persians were using crucifixion in the 6th century BC. So the Romans didn't invent crucifixion, they simply exploited it. The Jewish high priest and king in the year 88 BC, crucified many of his theological opponents. He killed 800 Pharisees. And of course, more recently, it's been used by ISIS, the Islamic State. It is the most horrendous form of torture and Jesus was put on the cross. The Romans used it to terrify their the opponents of the state. Crucifixion, my friend, was so bad that a Roman citizen could not be crucified. They said it was almost blasphemy to consider crucifying a Roman citizen. That's why the Apostle Paul was not crucified. Crucifixion was reserved for the foreigners, and the dregs of society. And Jesus Christ was crucified.
0: How long did it take Jesus to die?
1: The death of Jesus Christ was not even a normal death by crucifixion. Crucifixion could take several days. And that is why they often broke the, the limbs of the poor victims on the cross. Christ was nailed up at nine o'clock in the morning and he was dead at three o'clock in the afternoon. So he died in six hours. But we shall discover today it wasn't the cross, that crucified that, it wasn't crucifixion, it wasn't the cross that killed Jesus Christ. There was something else at work. And today we're going to answer the question, who killed Christ? Who killed Jesus? Crucifixion was reserved for the worst of criminals and the worst of sinners. And Christ was placed on the Roman cross.
0: Who really was Jesus? History says... He was a Jewish carpenter
1: and a preacher. Yes, he was a carpenter. Yes, he was a preacher. He was an itinerant preacher. Uh, Jesus, without any question, whether you um, are an atheist or a communist or a, a Hindu or a Muslim, you must admit that Jesus is the most influential person in the history of the human race. But who was this man that they nailed to the cross? Let me read to you from John chapter 1 and verse 1. This is in the New Testament. Let me read it to you. And may these words sink down into your souls today. It says, In the beginning was the word, the Logos, and the word was with God, and the word was God. This text, of course, as everybody knows, is referring to Christ, Jesus Christ. Verse 2 says, he was in the beginning with God. He goes back billions, trillions of years. Verse 10 says, he was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. And verse, let me see, here it is, verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and tabernacled among us or dwelt among us, as it says here in this version of the Scriptures. He dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The text says he was in the world... uh, and the world was made by him. Listen very, very carefully. Jesus Christ is the eternal son of God. And the Bible says he is the almighty creator God. We now know today that the universe is made up. Now, listen to this, my friend. The universe is composed of at least two trillion galaxies, Two. Thousand billion galaxies. We also know today that 95% of the universe is made of, of a substance uh, which is called dark matter and dark energy. We, we don't really know what it is. In fact, we have no idea what it is. But we can't see it. And so what we see through the telescopes with our eyes is only 5% of what actually exists in the universe. And when we gaze out into space, we can see if we have big enough telescopes, we can see two trillion galaxies. Think how big the actual universe is. It is totally incomprehensible to the human mind. Listen carefully. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who was nailed to the cross is the almighty creator God who made the universe. The Bible says he was with God, that is, with his father. And the Bible says he was God. He was divine. He was almighty God in himself. He is called in the scriptures Yahweh. That is the tremendous name for the almighty God. Jesus Christ is actually called Yahweh. He is Yahweh Elohim. He is the creator of the universe. Now this is almost too hard to ask you to believe. It's almost too hard for you to believe it. But the person that they spiked up on the cross on a Friday afternoon who was treated as the worst of criminals, this person was the creator of the universe. Almighty God Yahweh Elohim. Who killed Jesus? This is a great question. Who killed Jesus? So think about it. The man hanging up on the cross is God in human flesh. He's not just a good man, he is the God man. He's not an angel. He's not some great preacher, some great healer, some great teacher, even though he was all of those, but he is more than all of those. Hanging on the cross is God in human flesh. And the question is, who killed Jesus? I want you to think about this today, my friend, wherever you are in the world, I want you to think about this, who killed Jesus? Many people were responsible. I'm going to read a text, Acts chapter 2, 22, 23, 24. It's absolutely amazing. Acts 2. Men of Israel, hear these words. So this great preacher, this Christian preacher is preaching to the children of Israel. He says, men of Israel, hear my words. Hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. A man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. He's talking to the children of Israel. Him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. This is astounding. He was delivered, the Bible says, by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. Therefore, Almighty God was involved in the death of Jesus. You have taken by lawless hands, have crucified, and put to death, Him, God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. So let's think about this. Who killed Jesus? The Bible says the leaders of of Israel, the Jewish people, killed Jesus. Then you will say the Bible is anti-Semitic and we should not say these things because such a thing would be considered to be anti-Jewish. No, no, no. This book that I hold in my hands here today, my friend, is a Jewish book. The Old Testament was written by Jews, Moses, was an Israelite. All the people of the Old Testament were a part of the of the Jewish or the Israelite nation. And then you come through to the New Testament, Jesus, our Lord and our Saviour. Jesus, our Lord, is a Jew. So no Christian can ever be anti-Jewish because if he were anti-Jewish, he would be against his own Lord. But the Bible tells us, that the leaders of the Jewish nation were responsible, at least partially, for the death of Jesus. The high priest Caiaphas, what a scheming rascal he was. His father-in-law, Annas, what a wicked man he was. Then you had the Sanhedrin, these faceless cowards who in the darkness of night condemned the Son of God to death the Sanhedrin, the committee, Judas, one of Christ's own disciples, the person who kept the money, the treasurer. Then the Jewish mob, the Jewish mob that screamed, crucify him, crucify him. They were all responsible, the chosen people of God the people who gave us the Holy Scriptures, the people who gave us Christ, the people of God. And then it says, it was done according to God's set purpose, God's determined will. That's what we actually read in the book of Acts. This is incredible. Because somehow God was involved in the death of Jesus. And as we shall discover today God gave his son, he gave, you could say, himself in the person of his son to suffer for our sins. So God was involved. And then the Bible talks about wicked men, lawless hands, wicked men. This would include, of course, the, the Gentiles, people like the weak Roman governor Pilate, who ended up washing his hands. What a coward herod that petty little king the romans said who said truly this man was the son of god and the roman soldiers and so many 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 people back in those days ordinary people crucified jesus why you say out of human weakness out of cowardice just ordinary people Let me say this to you without offending you unduly, my friend, because I have no wish to offend anybody. But ordinary people put Christ on the cross, religious people and secular people, so-called good people, pious people, and bad people. So we were all there when Jesus was crucified.
0: Could you go over this again? There seems to be many people responsible for his death.
1: Well, as I've already mentioned, they were ordinary people for the most part. They were religious people. They were secular people. They were members of religious committees. They were wealthy people. One of Christ's inner circle, Judas, the treasurer, just ordinary people like the Roman soldiers, a spectrum of humanity. They've represented us, you and me. So in that sense, we are all guilty of the blood of Christ. We all crucified Jesus.
0: You said God was involved. How could God be involved in the death of Jesus, His Son?
1: Let me read you an amazing text. Acts chapter 4 and verse 27 and 28. For truly, against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, so here you got the Gentiles, Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, the professing people of Israel, the people of God, the chosen nation. They were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Um, This sort of astounds me, my friend, because it talks about the involvement of God. Let me read you the words again. It says, what your purpose had determined to be done. Another translation says, what your power and your will had done. So, it is clear, even though it is amazing and somewhat incomprehensible to these little minds that all of this was a part of God's plan because something terrible had gone astray. Something terrible had happened in the universe. A terrible virus had invaded the universe, a virus which is called sin. It It had done havoc throughout the universe And God was very much involved. And God had a purpose and a plan that God himself would intervene in this terrible catastrophe of death. And so God came down to this earth in the person of Christ. Christ is not just another man. We believe the Bible teaches very plainly the doctrine of the divinity of Christ. And hanging on the cross was God in human flesh bearing the sin of the world. Who crucified Jesus? We shall see.
0: We can all pray that sometime in our lifetime, that God's peace will shine throughout the world. Until that day, we urgently need to help the Ukrainian children. The Carter Report team has been to the Ukraine on many of its evangelistic missions. We all love the people of the Ukraine for their openness to the word of God. Mrs. Carter and the Carter Report team have visited the orphanages in the Ukraine sharing the gospel, and giving out Bibles and medicine. They've sat and prayed with the children and the staff that care for them. Please send your support, prayers, and love for the children. They need our help now. You can send your gift for any amount to the address on the screen or call the number. Also, you can donate through the Carter Report website. Thank you for your kindness to the Ukrainian children. Jesus said all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. John Carter reports, we have seen God's power as the gospel of Christ has been proclaimed in Africa, India, Russia, Ukraine, Cuba, El Salvador, and many other places. We invite you to partner with us in proclaiming Jesus Christ.
1: To God be the glory, great things he has done.
0: Write today to the Carter Report. P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. That's The Carter Report. P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. In Australia, write to The Carter Report. P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. That's The Carter Report. P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. Thank you for your generous support. We look forward to hearing from you soon. May God richly bless you.